The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Maxi Mind Matters with your host, with the most French host, still fighting the sickness, Maxi, right here, live, from the greatest city in the country, Columbus, Ohio. Episode 212. And today we're going to focus on my frustration. Wow, yes, yes. Unfortunately... If I am fighting some kind of illness, I'm going to bitch and I'm going to be frustrated because I am tired of constantly getting yelled at for the most nonsensical things that everybody wants me to do right at the drop of a hat that don't matter. But when I need an ounce of help. Oh, everybody takes weeks, months, and sometimes even forgets to do it. Be this in my personal life, at work, or whatever have you. So let me start off by, as always, thanking our sponsors. American National, my man Ramo. Give him a buzz. You know the number. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your bundling on UMUIM insurance. Very key that you add that. It is maybe 8 to 20 bucks a month. And it will save you thousands down the road. And if you are too stressed and want to work out, go to Super Studio 253. Again, they have excellent classes. Coach Super runs her own marathon series. Coaches you one-on-one. Use the same promo code SAVE on your membership. And if you don't want to relax, head to our other buddies at Hannestone Massage. I go to one in Dublin because it's close to me, but you can go to anyone in the U.S. The promo code works everywhere. Hannestone Massage, proud sponsor of the Mixed My Matters podcast, as is Super Studios 53 and American National. Well, now that we got that the way out of the way, because Mexi is actually on his way to his doctor's for the first time in over a year. Now, back... Before I started working at my new firm, when I actually had health insurance, I would do at least annual, you know, biannual checkups once on my half birthday and once on my birthday. Unfortunately, over the last year or so, I haven't had that luxury because guess what? I don't have health insurance. Well, here's the thing. I am not going to pay because in this day and age, if you make more money, oh yeah, you're going to pay more for health insurance. I am not going to pay Anthem or whoever $400 a month just to have a what-in-case-happens insurance. No. 
I rarely get sick. I rarely get hurt. I know how to take precautions. Shit. Most of my family members are either nurses or doctors. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what needs to be done. I'm not a dummy. I don't just go to the ER five times in a month every time I'm almost sick. So, I usually reach out to my brother and see what's going on. Oh, and as always, he says, you know, if you have a cold, wait out seven days. If it doesn't go away with regular NyQuil Mucinex, then do something more drastic. Like, okay. So, this started about, not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that. So, this past Sunday was about a week. It had been happening. So, it started off, I felt feverish, but I only had a 0.2 degree difference. No, not really a fever. Then it went away, and I had a cough, and I coughed up phlegm and stuff, and it kind of felt okay, so I started going to work. Got a couple of my coworkers sick, but now the throat, like there's a tickle there. The cough is not 100% gone, and now I feel it in my sinuses. Like there's something there. And so now, this past Monday, the only reason I'm going to the doctor, because of course, it's Ohio Health. It's like the hospital. It's at least 126 bucks just to be seen. So... I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have to do the self-pay. And the lady, when I schedule, is like, well, we can see you Thursday. Well, yeah, we can see you Thursday. The earliest. My 850. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, yeah, I showed you your anthem just expired. Do you have a new card or something? And I'm like, no, 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 I just want to do self-pay. Like, well, by law, we have to pay. We have to bill health insurance. I'm like, really? Because I work in personal injury. And you know how many times you motherfuckers don't build a health insurance because if it's a car accident? And now you're telling me by law you have to? Yeah. How does that work? Guess what? I don't have health insurance. Because I'm not paying 400 bucks a month for something that may or may not be important. That's why I have Aflac for. And that's why I have a holy shit med pay UM coverage on my car insurance with American National. In case something shit happens. Somebody hits me. Somebody sends me to the hospital. Whatever. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You put self-pay on that. Because I will pay out a... Well, it's going to be at least 50 bucks, blah, blah, blah. I don't care how much it is, motherfucker. Just... Whatever. Okay. So, one of two things I knew were going to happen. Either A... I was going to get better and have to cancel the appointment. Or B... I'm going to show up. And the doctor's going to say, well, you had a cold or something. The worst has gone by. Not much we can do now. Great. Here's your 200 bucks. Waste of my fucking time. And you all know that my number one pet peeve is wasting my fucking time. Oh, but no. It's because Tara. She's worried. Heaven forbid. I don't go to the doctor. And here's what brings me to the whole point of me being frustrated constantly. Because I got people in my life who are depressed, who are frustrated because they have to be on a diet. And everybody else complaining. But yet when I need help or 
I'm doing something. I get yelled at. So we finally figured out what Tara's issue is. And it turns out it was an overflux and abuse of antibiotics over the course of her life that led to the production of Canada, which basically ate up her good bacteria and caused the leaky gut. Was making her sick and round and round it would go. It's a vicious cycle. And so that's what was causing all the heart issues. Ever since she's been on the new diet, her, I've not seen her heart rate over 100 beats. It's now back to normal. Oh, yeah, because you're eating the correct foods that are getting rid of the yeast buildup that's your intestine caused by the candida. And yeah, it could take six months to get rid of it. So yeah, for six months, if you want to get better and start eating regular food again because you were taking too much antibiotics in your earlier years, yeah, that's what you have to do. But I asked her, I said, what? why, how on earth does somebody abuse antibiotics? Well, I was constantly getting sick and I was and I was going to the doctor and they were giving me antibiotics. I'm like... Okay, and I was working two jobs and going to school. I'm like, okay, you're preaching workaholism to somebody who works 60 hours a week and then barely has time to do anything else. So you're telling me you're working two jobs and doing homework to go to school. Were you never sleeping? Because I seriously doubt that. Well, yeah, and, and then I would get sick. They would give me antibiotics. And the more antibiotics I kept... Um, taking, you know, the more it would destroy my system and the candy that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I still don't understand the simple concept of how on earth were you taking that much antibiotics? Like, were you constantly getting sick? Like, I average 60 hours a week and I don't have time for all this other nonsense. I want to just lay down, probably Google some shit, look up stuff online, Watch some TV and maybe go to sleep. And on the weekend, catch up on my shows. Not go to law school this year because, well, we're too busy wedding planning. And it's already past February. Making like, like 60 to 80K a year, working 60 hours a week. Oh, yeah. But yes, you had an abuse of antibiotics and now you're complaining because you have to eat healthy. I'm always hungry. Well, yeah, that's what it does. It, your homeostasis makes it seem like you are hungry when you're not. All you have to do is fight it, drink more water, and eat some of that coconut butter that the doctor kept telling you to eat. Take your supplements. You will get better. Quit bitching. And because of that now, she has all this hanger issues. You know, you're hungry and you're angry. And this has led to me constantly getting complaints because, oh, hey, you didn't rinse the dish overnight. Okay. Well, what's the difference? You rinse it before you put it in the dishwasher. It takes the same amount of time. Yeah, but then it just gets sticky and blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, well, uh, newsflash, when you do that the night before, you're not necessarily using hot water because it just comes right off. In the morning, you just put the hot water on, gets it right off. Maybe use a little scrubby here and there, blah, 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 done, and guess what? It's off. It takes the same amount of time, then you put it in the dishwasher. 
well, I don't have time to do that in the morning, so can we please do it the right way? So, see, this is the kind of nagging and bitching that I get pissed about. Because if you never did that yourself, oh, by all means, go right ahead and complain, left and right. But that is not the case. There are many times where the dishes are still on the fucking table and I have to go and put them in the, in the dishwasher. Guess what? I just get up and do it. I don't bitch about it. I fix the problem. And this is where I get pissed at my coworkers because as the person who constantly works 60 hours a week, constantly has 40 plus demands. Last month I had 51. I actually forgot one. I had to update the stats. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot one last month. This month I have 54. So I somehow in less days had more demands. And I'm constantly working 60 hours a week. Oh, but I ask somebody for, hey, can you show me proof of case law? Oh, yeah, I'll have it to you by the end of the week. Nope. If I don't harass you about it, I would have never gotten it. Two weeks tops. I asked both intake people. And it took two fucking weeks to get me this fucking case law that I needed. Two weeks. I could have ordered these records two weeks ago. But no, nobody cares about that. Oh, but when they want me to do an intake, oh yeah, that has to happen immediately. Oh, do a disbursement. That has to happen immediately. Oh, uh, can you look up this case? It's not even my case, but yeah, no, let me just look it up. Oh, hey, can you balance check this? Oh, hey, can you set this up for the negotiators? Oh, hey, can you call this French guy who speaks perfect English, but yet somehow he wants to talk to you in French? And all I ask him in turn, sometimes I'll even give him a favor, like, hey, how about, can you calculate some REVs for me? Follow up on some of my demands. I will give this. I will give credit where credit's due. Brittany, the negotiator, at least sometimes when I'm out, will call some of my demands. But there's no order or logic to what she's calling. Because half the time, she won't know what's going on. I do. And then I look at her and I'm like, I can't. Ask me which ones you're calling. They'll just call willy-nilly. Oh, no. But hey, it's at least a step in a good direction. But aside from that, no, nobody else helps me. How many people at work do you think have taken one of my files, ordered the missing radical records, and then wrote, wrote the demand for me, sent it to the adjuster? Zero. Nobody. Nobody's done that for me, ever. I've done that for Emily maybe 20 times in the last year. That's where I get pissed. That's where I get upset because I'm supposed to be the lead case manager. We have meetings where the office manager flat out tells everybody, Alex doesn't get any more cases because he has 210 cases. Okay, yeah, yeah, everybody nods off on it. And that's where I get pissed because no, we have meetings every time. We have actually one scheduled for tomorrow. I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about tomorrow. Waste an hour of my time. Because nobody's going to listen. They're going to go back to doing whatever they want. And they think that I don't know. You can tell based on what people put in their stats on our new clerk sheet. What kind of case it is. Who referred it. How much the specials are. And mind you, I will give credit when credit's due. Emily and Christina, the other two case managers. We're not going to count the new girl. Because she don't have any demands yet. They had good months. One has 40. One has 28. They still have less than I do, 54, which is shocking. But that's the highest number I've seen on for both of them. And I look at them, 
I look at the stats because now I'm in charge of updating the stats every month. I look at the stats. You have to put the value of the demand. Emily has like three of them that are zero. I'm sorry, what? How is that even possible? Is it a nuisance file? If it's a nuisance file, you're still asking for a specific amount. Zero? And I look at Christina's. She's got three or four. Actually, there's maybe 10 total with less than $700 worth. And I'm like, where are these cases coming from? It must be nice to get these shitty cases where you just shoot the fucking three. Oh, no. But all the complicated cases, let's just give them the Alex. Oh, yeah. Let's give them all the Alex. All the shit show cases. And then everybody still has the audacity to bitch at me. Emily this week came up to me and was like, look at these three files I was given. They're shit shows. I'm like, Emily, let me show you three of my files. And you tell me which one's more of a shit show. Each one of my files was more of a shit show than her files. We literally have one guy who literally gave his keys to a drunk driver. And the drunk driver got in a car accident. And now he wants to go after the med pay. Well, guess what? You can't sue a liability case against your own insurance. Even though you were the passenger. So that's number one. Number two, uh... You were to pray that's a med pay. Because if you treat at the chiropractor for 5K and your med pay's 1,000, that's a lost cause. Oh, but no. But let's sign it up. Nobody says no to them. No. Every time. Every time you have a shitty file, you should assume that somewhere down the road, Meg's got a shittier file. And I get it. It's, 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 it's part of the game. Because even Mike knows it. There's a reason Mike said, I am lead case manager. I didn't make that shit up. Oh, who do we trust with the important clients? Give it to Alex. We literally signed up some chick in August was her accident. And she wanted now, six months later, to treat for her knee. And I said, this is ridiculous. I pulled up her discharge summaries because I have access to it. Oh, yeah, you injured your chest. How the fuck are you trying to get treatment for your fucking knee? And when we sign them up, it literally says there, the mediocre case, ER only. Why are we signing up mediocre cases then? I watch intake go up to Mike and literally spin the cases in a way where, oh, yeah, it seems like a credible case, a good case. Let's go ahead and take it. Intake hoards the files. I had one where Ethan was holding on to it because it was limits. I, oh, I, I'll get limits before I give it to you. Guess what? The car was potentially stolen. So get, they're going to investigate it for a good month. So you holding it off for a month is not going to change anything. You're not going to get limits because you're no wizard. You don't even know what the fuck the law is. And here we are having you hoard files. We actually found out that Mr. Ethan was hoarding withdrawals for the last three months. Or, or longer, a pile of withdrawals that he was going to investigate and see if they were actual withdrawals. Motherfucker, if, if my attorney puts a W on it, get rid of it. <clears throat> I found one that I gave him in August to withdraw, and he still had it. And now we finally got off of him. Oh, I'm sorry. That is grounds for literally getting fired anywhere else. Oh, but no. I'll just talk about it. Give him a little slap on the wrist. 
Oh yeah, and then they, I hear them stand behind me as if I, I as if I'm death, talking about. Oh yeah, we need to make intakes better because we only had 65 new clients this month, and last month we had 100. Blah blah blah, motherfucker. I understand my attorney wants 100 new clients, 100 demands out, 100 settled, 100 dispersed, and that would be great. But guess what? When you guys are not even in the office half the time, and we have to sign up idiots, it's hard on demands. It goes down the road. Now, all these shitty files that you guys had that I had to fix for the last that you had for the last two years that I had to fix last summer are now in negotiations. They're not going to lit. Well, guess what? Guess who's busy? Guess who's literally getting laughed at because we're trying to sue on files where... What the fuck? I literally had a demand that I finally was able to send where this lady was at a TV rental shop and supposedly a mirror fell off the wall and it hit her in the face. And she somehow went four times to the ER in two months. Doesn't say anything about the records, you know, about the TV thing. But yeah, she's just, you know, right there. Complaining, getting pills. Oh, yeah. That demand. And then Ethan is just like, they already accepted liability. I'm like, really? Because there's no notes in my case. And there's no notes on the file, no acknowledgement letter that says we accept the liability. So how the fuck do they accept liability? And this is what I constantly have to deal with. You make me so frustrated that I am constantly frustrated. Even when I get home, I constantly have to hear, oh, I don't color terror enough. Oh, I don't I don't hug her while she's making dinner. Oh, when we watch TV, I'm not holding her. Oh, when we go to bed, we don't go to bed together. Oh, well, bitch, because I'm not tired. If you want to go to bed at 10, I want to go to bed at midnight. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, not once this week could I, do I get asked, how was your day? No, because if I told you how my frustration is on a daily basis and how my firm is turning into my old firm by just signing up any idiot and dealing with shitty cases left and right and wasting my fucking time, we would not be doing anything else and then we would have to go to bed. Oh, but let me ask you 20 times a day. How's your day? How's your day? How's your day? What'd you eat? Did you eat? Okay, great. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, it must suck to have to eat healthy. Oh, yes. You're losing weight. Terrible. Woe is me. Woe is fucking me. I have to go to the doctor today because I'm wasting my time. Because this nice little cough is not going away. Heaven forbid. So, the whole time I'm actually podcasting and driving to the doctor's office, I'm just thinking, it is now 8.30 in the morning. And our office has been open since 8. I wonder what kind of nonsense has either been transferred to me. What kind of mail that was hoarded that is now in front of my desk. <clears throat> what kind of nonsense am I supposed to handle? Because it can't possibly be that hard. We've had 
four different receptionists, and each one has the same problem. Doing the mail, delivering each person's mail by the end of the day before you leave. Guess what? If that means you can't leave a five, you're not leaving a five. If you want to work eight to five and not do your job, go somewhere else. Our current receptionist doesn't even pull up stuff in my case. I trained a new girl who is going to suck because, heaven forbid, you drag a a saved Word document or PDF from one folder to another like I told you to. Oh, but if that's too complicated, that's computer 101. I don't know how you're going to pan out. But, hey, we're giving her new cases, so at least they can't possibly be all be that terrible that quickly. But we were told she was going to get the bulk of the new cases. And everybody else gets a little bit of relief. Guess what? 19 to 13 to 18 to 15 is not the bulk. That's like four more. No. Well, how do we do it? Here's how you do it, motherfucker. You take the ER Cairo onlys that have two insurances. And it doesn't matter how many she gets of those. Just give it to them. All of them. Everything else, a little more complicated, you can divvy up to us. I would not complain about the nonsense you give me if you were giving me a heads up. Hey, guess what, Alex? It's your turn. Now we're going to give you this one that's coming up. I'm on my way to go sign him up. Doesn't matter what it is. You're getting it. Great. Great. Because that's all I ask for. Consistency. If I know that you're picking favorites and giving Christina Kyra onlys and I get shit... Yeah. Don't you think I don't know? Oh, oh, we can't do that to Christina. She has 190 files. Even Christina, with 190 files, and she settles her own, you have, this month, February, one settled, 40 demands. Even by my standard, and I've only settled three files, there's been months when I've had that. 40 plus demands and one settled. So if I can do it with hardly any cases I negotiate and you have one settled, one, even if you have 40 demands and that's your highest number, that is insane. What are you doing? Clearly you're not working 40 hours. And that's where I get pissed. That's where I get, my frustration gets gets me. I am Steph Curry. I am shooting more demands out than anybody. I can even guarantee you if I was at my old job, I would still be top of the of the most demands per month. But here's the thing. If one of if somebody wants me to do an intake, oh, I'll go do the intake. Because the way I was trained is I have had four plus years experience of personal injury. I There's not a question I can't answer. If I have to answer a phone call for someone else, I will give them the best possible answer if they want me to. I won't transfer it to them. I will give them the answer. The only few exceptions are if I don't see a note in there that matches what they're saying or if it's a litigation case. Aside from that, you tell me what it is you want to hear I will tell you, because I know how Medicare works, I know how Medicaid works, I know how to get a police report, I know the in and outs of everything that involves personal injury. How does nobody else 
in the office know how to do that because I don't understand how somebody gets a phone call about a potential new client and they don't know to ask, well, there was there a police report? Did you get a police report number? Okay, well, let's look it up. Or, oh, why is it taking forever to do Medicaid? Well, because guess what, fuckers? It has to come from the fucking providers. And it could take up to a year for them to build Medicaid. That doesn't mean that you're going to get your final within 30 days. And guess what? If you weren't poor and such a dumbass, you would have regular insurance and this would not be an issue. But guess what? It is an issue. It is coming from the government. We can't speed this up. This money will come to you once it clears Medicaid and Medicare. That's how this works. Oh, but people don't know how to explain that. People get tired of telling the people the same thing over and over. Guess what? That's your job as a receptionist. That's the point of all I ask. Say, hey, so-so is calling. Okay. Why don't you talk to him? Tell him this. Okay. Tell him my voicemail. Tell him. Give Alex 24 to 40 hours to call you back. That's all I ask. It's not that hard. But no. Nobody knows how to do that. Nobody knows how to freaking basically... Do your basic logical intakes. Guess what? Tell them we don't represent them for property damage. Be- embed that in their hair, in their head. Guess what? We want your ins- ID card. For actually, the ID card is the least of my worries. We need the health insurance card, pictures of the property damage, all this other stuff. The fucking picture of your ID is the least of my concern. I had one that I was given to yesterday. A police report's still not out. And because the police report's not out, well, now, um, the exchange of information that they gave, oh, guess what? I called the insurance progressive, and they have nobody listed with that name, phone number, whatever. Yeah. So now, I have to go on a witch hunt to try and find insurance. Oh, but when I do an intake, it's done right. I am the only person that always does what you tell me to do within a timely manner and still pull up the top numbers and and I still go do an intake, go disperse, go negotiate, and I get it done quickly and I still do my job best better than anybody else. But heaven forbid I ask you for help. Heaven forbid I ask you for case law. Heaven forbid I ask you to, hey, can you do my mail for me? Or hey, can you open up this case within 24 hours? Oh no, takes you a fucking week. Then I come home and same thing. Oh, you didn't put the dishes away. Oh, I'm sorry. You've been home for an hour and I just got home and I average 60 hours a week. And then you tell me, well, I don't know how you average 60 hours a week. Oh, I'm sorry. You want me to show you my paychecks? Because I would not be making 50, 60, 80K a year if I wasn't averaging 60 hours a week. I'm going to show you that right now. Oh, yeah. When I take a phone call for an hour on the weekend from a client, that's billable. So yeah, I average 60 hours, 50 to 60 hours a week. And that's how I get my shit done. And yet, everybody else doesn't do their job. I now have a lit case because the attorney dismissed it. And now we have to refile it. But no, Mike doesn't want anybody to touch it other than me, him, and the office manager. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm not an attorney yet. I can't go file it. Oh, but to be continued, we don't know. And this is my frustration. So right now, I'm going to end the podcast with going to the doctor's office. 20 minutes from now, the doctor's going to tell me exactly what I need to know. And I'm out 100 bucks. Frustration. And in the meantime, shit's getting fucked up at work. I'm going to have to come fix. And that's my daily routine. 
That's my frustration on a daily basis because nobody understands not to hire idiots. Now you'll excuse me. I got to go. Hope you enjoyed this ranting podcast. As always, uh, check us out on Facebook, social media, you know, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, all the episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review the podcast. And as always, where's a Mexican, there's a way. Till next time.